morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another magical, maniacal Monday for Torch Report 463. The question is, is local resistance a losing game? Is local resistance a losing game? I have to ask the question, friends, because we are getting outplayed on the hometown field. And today I want to talk about what we can actually do about it. There's an interesting disconnect that seems to persist in the rural areas of small town USA. You know, as people go about their business, getting stuff done, making the world go round, you know, they're living the life that's right in front of them. That's awesome. Meanwhile, everything all around them is rapidly changing, right? City councils and county commissioners, they've become increasingly beholden to the state and federal governments. That's a new change. Like, what local control? Now it's what the federal says or what the state says. Local control is being replaced by top-down centralized control, probably because the Chinese Communist Party is the role model for the world. But Really, it's just a uh, the classic frog-in-the-pot scenario, right? As small-town citizens, again, continue to go about their business, they fail to perceive the noose around their necks is being ever so slowly tightened by the global cabal. Now, I've made the case many times before that those of us who choose to live in rural areas uh, and generally adhere to traditional American values, who understand that our country is a constitutional republic, that it's currently being attacked by the globalist commie cabal and all of that, those of us in that camp are destined to lose if we don't understand what we're up against. I did put several reports uh, in in the report today, country folk versus the global cabal, putting politics in perspective, really understanding the system of control. But most of our country are red-blooded, liberty-loving Americans. The vast majority of our country, it, by county level, are in, in our rural rural small-town counties. All the facts and stats in those reports there. But the first step I want to focus on today, the first step you know, in any tactical strategy... How the hell do we get out of this mess? How do we get back to the Constitutional Republic and all of that? The first step in any tactical strategy is to understand who the enemy is, how they operate, and the strategies that are being used against us. If we fail to analyze these factors, if we fail to neutralize these factors, then you know, we're going to continue to suffer from this capture of local government, this rapid capture of our local government, the the infiltration of hostile organizations in our local community. I think about WAGAP here in Washington, okay? It's It's a progressive organization that's, yeah, it's a tool of political control, ultimately. And, you know, there's a growing percentage of the local population who are being reprogrammed right now to accept the globalist's agenda. And in every case, friends, all we need to do is follow the money. If we follow the money, this evil scheme can be exposed. Just follow the money. You know, local governments are being bought off by state funding and grants. Oh, we have to do it because the state says if we don't, then we can't get our money. 
right? And then those progressive organizations like WAGAP, they're, you know, they're being funded by the deep pockets of the global left. Guess how the people who are being serviced by these organizations are going to vote. That's the political operative, the political influence there. But again, it comes from the deep pockets of the global left. Now, rural areas, we learned here just last week that rural areas are being targeted with customized propaganda that's being heavily researched and funded and spun up by the deep state federal bureaucracy. That is actually happening right now. And the the cumulative result of all of this is that they, the global cabal, the progressive commie hacks, they are changing the minds, or more accurately, they are capturing the minds in our local communities faster than we are changing minds in our local communities. Does that make sense? And if this continues on, that the global cabal continues to change minds faster than we change minds, then it's checkmate. We lose. And I don't think anybody wants to lose. So, you know, I want to dig into this today, friends. I state everything that I've just said, I'm stating it as an obvious fact. And I realize that There are many people who are completely oblivious to these obvious facts. But, you know, I I trust that many of the astute listening audience here on the Torch Report have uh, have considered, have thought about these things. But most people don't realize, for example, that they're being targeted for reprogramming. Most people don't realize that the Constitution was written to enshrine the right of local control, as opposed to the mob rule of the majority. That's why we are a constitutional republic and not a democracy. And while some people seem to get the fact that there is a globalist agenda, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, there's a globalist out there, sure, fine. Uh, but they're never going to be able to pull it off, right? Very few people seem to grasp just how dark and nefarious these forces are, what their ultimate aims are, and most importantly, how in the hell they are systematically conquering the world. It's happening. The globalists, they are driven by an insatiable greed and craving for power, right? Their goal is total control over a reduced human population. They are currently accelerating their plans to implement the global policies to pull all of this off, and they're, they're kind of desperate right now, so they're pushing hard. That's why they're picking up the pace, and that means that we're going to be feeling the pinch of this globalist agenda at the local level more and more uh, with each Uh, Rapid onset of iterative disruption, shall we say. Now, friends, it's hard to express uh, just how comprehensive these globalist strategies are because there are just too many facets, too many moving parts. And so I want to focus specifically on how they are funneling their influence into our communities because it's through this funnel of influence That every aspect of their agenda, Agenda 2030, our common agenda, all of it, gun control, state-funded censorship, the queer agenda, climate change, and on and on. It's all getting funneled into our hometown, into our our small-town USA, uh, through the use of digital surveillance and manipulation that's designed to influence behavior and control populations. Now, that is a direct quote, okay? The digital agenda, per the United Nations, is the use, this is, quote, the use of digital surveillance and manipulation 
to influence behavior and control populations, period, end quote. Now, they'll say that this is necessary for democracy, this is necessary to save the planet, but the use of digital surveillance and manipulation to influence behavior and control populations, that's a little bit tyrannical, authoritarian, don't you think? You know, this use of digital surveillance facilitates the digital, digital manipulation, right? So they collect all the data. That's the surveillance aspect. And then that allows them to customize the propaganda. That's the digital manipulation aspect. And of course, that digital manipulation and propaganda influences behaviors. And of course, that changes how people vote. And that controls the outcome of elections. And this is how, this is how the ruling class can control entire populations. That's the funnel. And that's what's infiltrating our local communities. Now understand, please, friends, this digital surveillance, this manipulation has long been underway. This is not a new threat. It's not something that's coming down the pipe. It's not something that's going to happen in the future, friends. It's already happening 24-7 all around the world. And just to emphasize the point again, they are accelerating their plans. We'll get to the, uh, the digital surveillance accelerator here in just a little bit. But they're accelerating their plans. And a good example of this is the World Economics Forum. Uh, they put out a recent report. It's called you know, the global versus local dilemma for online safety. Now, they're crafting cross-border solutions for online safety, right? They, they, they claim that they're trying to keep people safe online, but in reality, they are formalizing digital censorship and codifying the global cabal's control over the internet. This resolves the global versus local dilemma. Does that make sense? You know, by controlling the internet, they control the flow of information in a small town USA, thereby controlling people's perspective and behavior at the local level. And just in case their intentions were not perfectly clear, I want to share a little passage of the report from the WEF and I quote, recently enacted and proposed regulations aimed to restrict both illegal and harmful but legal online content and behavior. End quote. Clearly, their intention is to restrict free speech, right? They, they've dubbed free speech harmful but legal. It's harmful but legal, but it's hate speech. We gotta say, you know, keep people safe from the hate speech. So they're, they're restricting the harmful but legal online content, and they're doing so intentionally to influence public behavior. Here's their power play, friends. It goes on, and they say, quote, although the internet is global, the laws governing it are local. The many perils arising from online content and behavioral abuses like cyberbullying and disinformation and deep fakes, gender harassment, child sexual abuse materials, election manipulation and more, they do not stop at the border, but the laws governing them do, period, end quote. Now, aside from just pointing out that the globalists are using disinformation and gender harassment and election manipulation to justify centralized global censorship, uh, which, of course, then that allows them to monopolize the disinformation. It allows them to harass and oppress their political opposition. It allows them to manipulate and control the outcome of elections, etc. But I want to emphasize that their attention 
at the World Economic Forum, and by extension, the United Nations, the WHO, etc., all these globalist organizations, their attention is focused on the fact that laws are local. And so they're focusing on changing local level laws. They are keenly aware that citizens all around the globe, they're living under local laws, which presumably local laws have been passed by local representatives who receive their authority to pass laws through local elections. And that's that representative government people like to refer to as democracy. However, the globalists see this democracy. The first step in a communist revolution is to win the battle of democracy. They see this local level control, local representation, local level laws as a distinct problem that needs to be overcome. And they're addressing it. And they're very effective at addressing these sorts of problems. Says they, we can and must tackle this global local dichotomy and increase alignment of democracies. Democracies need not wait for the negotiation of treaties or other labyrinthian diplomatic accords to improve online safety across borders. A tool gaining popularity in the digital governance toolbox is a requirement that platforms identify, assess, mitigate, and disclose the potential risks from their online services, period, end quote. Now, we could unpack that for a really long time. There's a lot in there. When they talk about uh, the increasing alignment in the democracies, right, what they mean is getting every national level government to fall in line with their centralized schemes. That's what they mean. Democracies need not wait, they say, because a popular tool in the digital governance toolbox is incentivizing private companies to conduct total surveillance of the population and report it back to the government. Now, how? How do they incentivize big tech to play along with all of this, you know? Well, you know, they threaten them with lawsuits over hate speech. They threaten to break them up under antitrust laws. They make these threats and stuff, but at the same time, they're also rewarding them with big, fat government contracts and tax breaks and legal immunity, etc. So it's, it's the carrot and the stick. But more to the point, these players in big gov and big tech, they're all on the same team. And they are all working against the will of the American people. They are working on behalf of the ruling class of global elites, the global elite predators of the global cabal. Friends, the secret to their success is really that potent and toxic combination of surveillance, censorship, and very cleverly crafted, clinically proven propaganda that's being deployed throughout these innumerable public-private partnerships, right? Very few people are wise to what's going on. Very, very few people realize that all of this is happening. Which brings me to the digital surveillance accelerator. Recall they just accelerated and adapted I adopted an accelerated version of Agenda 2030 uh, to save the planet, right? But have you heard of the digital surveillance accelerator? Now, if you've been with me for a while, you may have, because I first reported back on the uh, uh, first reported on the digital surveillance accelerator back in June. So, if you want to get up to speed a little bit, uh, 
you know, we're being in, enslaved by surveillance, ultimately. Torch Report 396 putting the puzzle pieces into place. You might check that out. But here's the point, friends. The vast majority of Americans will never, ever read that 52-page report on the digital surveillance accelerator. Just like most people remain totally clueless to the schemes of the global cabal, so too do most people remain woefully ignorant of this digital capture of public discourse. And it is through this digital capture of public discourse and through the digital infiltration into our local government structures that they are taking control over our lives at the local level. The result of all of this is, is an advancing onslaught of digital surveillance that threatens not only our national sovereignty and local control, but it actually threatens to reprogram the whole of humanity. And when I say whole of humanity, I'm talking about your friends and family, your neighbors, the people who live in your community, who are being reprogrammed by this targeted propaganda coming down from on high. Now, the good news is, <laughs> there's always a silver lining, friends. The good news is, those of us living in small town USA, we do have one distinct advantage. And that advantage is living in close-knit communities where com people are connected with each other through family ties, through long-term personal relationships. And it's this sort of authentic personal connection, these close-knit connections that the, the globalists do not have, right? The technology doesn't have that. I mean, yes, they can grip people's minds. Yes, it can reprogram the masses, but they cannot compete with authentic personal connection. And that matters, friends, because... No matter how powerful technology becomes, I do not believe it will ever become more powerful than direct human interaction. We can feel each other when we get together and talk about things. You can feel people's energy, their excitement, their passion, their frustration, their anger, and their rage, right? And so it's through direct human interactions that we can powerfully impact our local communities. We can reclaim local control. We can hold our local elected leaders to account. That can happen through direct personal interaction. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be quick. It's going to take time, right? It's, it, it's going to take a whole lot of hustle and a hard damn work. But in theory, this is how we win. In fact, friends, in my mind, it is the only way that we win. You know, it, it would take, and on that note, I would say, you know, it would take a massive leap for left-leaning members of our community to grasp and accept the entirety of the globalist depopulation agenda. It would take a big leap for them to face the fact that our government is intentionally reducing the population by promoting toxic experimental injections. So we don't start there. Through direct personal interaction and conversations, we present simpler concepts, things that are easier to explain and to accept. Like, should rich people make all the rules? I don't know. What do you think? Should we let these rich people make all the rules? You know, should the government be restricting what people can think? Should the bureaucrats be deciding what we can eat? How about this one, friends? Is climate inaction a human rights violation? Hmm. You know, these are all questions that we can ask and we can acknowledge. You know, not everyone's going to agree about all of these things, right? Can we accept that not everyone agrees? Can we accept differences of opinion and still live respectfully together in our local communities? 
Does everyone everywhere have to believe everything all at the same time, you know? Hey, by the way, have you noticed how our local leaders seem to have their hands tied by the purse strings of the state? Isn't that bribery, you know, uh, extortion? Haven't you noticed how the federal government it seems to be consolidating greater and greater degrees of power and control under the banner of the greater good? Anybody notice that? Have you heard that absolute power corrupts absolutely? The biggest question we might ask someone is, do you consider yourself a free human being? Friends, the point is that a properly pointed question can open the door to discussions that lead to an awakening. And we need an awakening. The global cabal is changing the laws at the local level against the will of we the people without public input or consent and these changes are accelerating. Friends, their end game is near. But if we stand together, if we raise our voices, if we raise awareness in our local community, then we can resist and resist we must. Friends, please help fuel the resistance by sharing this content far and wide and that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, uh, please take the time to go to the website, find the little heart and click the heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already and of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this magical maniacal Monday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.